the last thing we were discussing was a story that a goy brought a fish for Aban Gamliel. He didn't accept it. He said it was mutaj, don't like the guy. And we ended up being posek that if a goy brings a present to Israel on Yom Tov, if it's a fruit and that fruit in general is still connected to the tree, it wasn't the picking time for that fruit, then you have to wait that night, the amount of time it takes to pluck and bring it. But if that uh, species has already been plucked, if it's outside the home, then it's asur. From inside the home, it's mutar. And what came for one Jew is mutar for a different Jew. And with that, we are starting kafhe amud alif. Second line in, where it says, Amara Baba Rabhuna, Amarav. Now we're on the third line. Hasocher Amat Hamaim Ervim Tova. If a person puts up a dam, blocks up a river, a pool, Ervim Tov, this way you don't want any more fish to go in on Yom Tov. And the next day you saw fish, it's Mutar, because they were already prepared from Ervim Tov, and you know that nothing else came in. And I'm out of Hasda Benu, and from Rav's words, Nilmod, we can learn that Hayashikin and Navapades, an undomesticated animal that nested in an orchard in Atsaychazimun. You don't have to prepare it from Ayrav Yom Tov. And I'm out of Dahman, Nafal Havrin, Biravrivrata. Our friend of Hasda fell in a huge machloket. People are going to argue with him. I think I will explain soon. And he can demand some say, Amara Baba Ravuna, Medivera Benu from Rav Nilmod, that Hayashikirinabe Pardes, Enat Rechazimun, that an undomesticated animal that nested in an orchard does not need to be prepared. And Amara Vlahman, Afal Bar Havrin, the son of our friend, which uh, the friend is Ravuna, Rabbah his son, fell Berav Rivata in the Mahlokit of Gedolim. Hatam, because the difference is over there. With the animal that uh, just nested over there, Loka Avid Masa, you never did any preparation. Haha, when you shut that uh, water, when you put up a dam, Kavid Masa, you did uh, some sort of action. Velom Baya Zimun. So the Gemara asks on the the people who are matir, you don't think you need any preparation? You have to prepare it in order to be able to eat it on Yom Tov. You have to tie a sign, a rope, or something, give it as a sign. This way you don't mix up between that and its mother. The mother wasn't prepared. This is one of the testimonies that they give in the name of Shemayan Avatalion. So you see, you have to prepare to Yufta. The Gemara says, you're right, it is a problem with Hastan and Babaravuna or Matir. So the Gemara says, on the opposite, does it really need uh, preparation? They both agree that when it comes to birds that are in a nest, that Bet Shemai says you have to tie, Bet Hillel says just shake them, but they both agree that if you prepared them if you prepared uh, in the nest and then also in the next day you come you find them in front of the nest we are osir because we're worried that maybe those flew away and new bird came in and what are we talking about uh, doves from a nest or from a loft or birds that nested on top of uh, vessels in the building, or bebira in the building, aval avazin v'tanegolim, ducks and chickens, v'yonei hadisaot, and birds of uh, hadisaot, it's a place, or 
uh, or, or the one that Horush used to have, the Hayashikinaba Pardes, or an undomesticated animal that nested in the orchard and gave birth, Mutarin, you allowed to eat it, Ve'enserchin Zimun, you don't need to prepare from Arev Yom Tov because they are ready to be eaten. Vitsipor Deror, Tsrechadik Shorin, a free bird, you have to tie a sign, Bichnafia in its wings, Kedeshilot Halevemas, you don't switch it with its mother. And birds, veham kusharin, veham nunain, and any birds that you tied their wings or you shook them, erv yom tov, that's a preparation. If they're in the baborot, if they're in the holes, in the houses, in the caves, in the holes, mutarin, you'll eat it on yom tov. Vibailanot, the ones that are on the tree are asurin, because shemeya aleveitos, you might go up the tree to get them, and you might break a branch, you might put pluck something off the tree, and whatever is tied and shook, they're always asur, meaning if someone found these type of birds, you saw a bird with the sign, with the rope tied to it, it's, it belongs to someone else, and you cannot just be it. Now the problem is that we see that an undomesticated animal that nested in the orchard, is mutar, you don't have to prepare it. Not like what we said before. So it sounds like it's contradicting one another. So Amar of Nahman Lakashia. Ha ba. When we allowed you to eat it without preparation, that's the animal itself because it can't run away. So you had uh, in mind that this little uh, animal is yours and it's prepared. What you're not allowed to eat is the mother because that wasn't uh, prepared. Has a problem. What are you talking about? The mother doesn't need just uh, preparation. You need to actually trap it. It's huge. You can't compare cases. You have to say that two bright thoughts are not arguing. They were talking about the child. And when we said it's a mutar, we're talking about a bird that's near the city and your mind is on it and it's considered as if it's prepared. And the braita that is oser, ha, when you have to make a zimun, you have to prepare it, is begina shena semucha. We're talking about a garden that's far away from the city. Next Mishnah, Behema Mesukenet. If an animal looks like it's going to die and you want to shakt it on Yom, uh, yom Tov, Loishot Elam can Yeshehut Bayom Lecholmi Menakezait, so you can't shakt from it unless you have enough time to shakt it, skin it, pull out a piece of meat, roast it, and eat it. There be Akiva Omer, Afilu Kezait Hai, even if it's just a uh, raw piece of meat, Mebet Tevihata from the area you shakted, meaning the neck area. That should be good enough. That's a more than enough time. And number two, shehata basadeh. If you shechted it in the field, lo bemot uba Do not bring it with a small pole, a big pole. Aval ebarim But you could bring it to your house using your hand and break it up into pieces. Putting it on a pole is uh, disgracing Yom Tov. You're making it, uh, you're publicizing the fact that you're going to shart and doing a whole thing. When you cut it up into pieces, it's uh, you're not disgracing Yom Tov. So now the Gemara starts, Amar Ami Bar Abba, a person who shachts a korban to bring it to Beit HaMikdash, Hefshet venituach be'ola v'hu adin lekatsavim. 
You have to skin the animal, break it up into pieces before giving a korban ola. And the same thing with butchers when you're selling it in the store. The Torah shouldn't eat meat before it was skinned and butchered. So what's the hidush of here? Like, legabe what? Are you coming to teach me a halacha on butchering or derech eretz? So ilema, if maybe you want to tell me the chidush is lafukem dravuna, it goes against ravuna because deamar ravuna beema bechaya bechiskat isur omedet. An animal whilst walking around, it's it's bechiskat isur has a hazaka of ever minaha. It's asur. Once it was shechted, then it's uh, it's okay. Nishchata b'cheskat etir omedet. Once it was shechted, it's considered kasher. Until you check the lungs, you check the feet, you check the stomach to find out if it's tarif. So here he's coming to tell you that opposite. And you have to say that Rami Baraba was saying you have to break it up into pieces to find out if it's uh, trefat, to check into trefot. If that's what he's trying to be mehadesh, we have a Mishnah that says, like Ravuna Ditnan, Rabbi Akiva Omer, you could even. Shacht an animal, and even if you were able to get a kezait from the neck area, it's still okay, and you don't have to break it up. My love, aren't we mamash talking about the neck area? Maybe, what's the area where it uh, crushes its food, meaning the stomach? You have to check inside to see if it's kasher. That we're actually talking about where you shafted from the neck. Ella, you have to explain that Rami Bar Abba is not coming to tell me a halacha trefot. Rather, he's coming to teach me derech eretz. Don't uh, don't just uh, start taking food and eating it. Like we have a brayta in the Chodesh Eretz, Lo Yachal Adam Shum Ubatzal Merosho Ela Me'alav. A person shouldn't eat garlic and onions from the head part of it, rather from the leaves. Ve'im Achal. If you ate from the head part of it, Tareze Raftan. You look like someone who's just eating out of hungry. It's not the correct way. It's not a classy way of eating. A person has a cup, don't drink it all in one shot. If he did it that way, a person who's just uh, drinking out of thirst, uh, that's not a derech eretz way, not a mechubad way of drinking. Person who drinks his cup in one shot is a gargeran. Shinaim in two shots, derech eretz. That's okay, great. Shelo shots already migaser ruach. You're that's a, you're being holy. That's a gava. There's this grass that goes straight down. It doesn't uh, spread out uh, all over the place. It goes straight down. Yoshua uh, put it around the borders of Eretz Israel. This way nobody crosses anyone's uh, borders. And it punishes, it cuts off the feet of the Reshaim, meaning they steal... And this grass knows what to do without stealing. Neti'a, a tree that's supposed to wait three years before eating its orla. It cuts off the feet, meaning it's the idea, that's where we're going to punish a person from, from the people who just eat from an animal before it was skinned and butchered up. And people who are born they can't wait until the, the, the lady becomes tower.
turmusa. Turmus is a type of bean that is very, very, very rough. You have to cook it seven times and then soft, soft, it, uh, it softens up. That's mekate arag lehon, the sanayonchel Israel. That's going to uh, cut off the feet. It's going to be the punishment for those who hate Israel. We're talk- it's a sarcasm. We're talking about the Bnei Israel themselves, meaning that even the turmus bean, which is so rough, after cooking it seven times, it calms down. You people are still doing Averot. Bene still doing Averot. still And you see it counted over here seven types of Avodazara. And and if they left Hashem, well, obviously they didn't work him, they didn't service Hashem. So why are you coming to tell me that they didn't worship Hashem? Even this turmus that you cook it seven times, that you you eat it at the end of the seuda, meaning it softens up. My children even do it like that. They never softened up. Ben Israel made, made Hashem punish them seven times and they never softened up. Why did Hashem give us the Torah? Because they're brazen. Amara Kadosh Barhur Ewin Halalu Benesel Araui Shatinaten Lahem Dat Esh, a religion of fire, to just calm down their brazenness. Ika Damre, and some say, Datem Shal Elu Esh. Their Minhag, their tradition is all fire. Sheil Male Nitna Torah Leisel and Kol Uma Vilashoni Cholim La Amod Bifinehem. If the Torah wasn't given to Bene Israel, no one could stand in front of Bene Israel. They would have been way too strong. Anyone has a chance? Look at the Marasha over here. Vehainu de Amar Bishimon Ben Lakish is exactly what Bishimon Ben Lakish said. Shelosha Azinen. There's three things that are brazen. Israel Ba Omot. When it comes to all the nation, Israel. When it comes to the animals, Kelev Bahayot, the dog out of all the animals, and Tarnegol, the chicken, Ba'afo from all the birds. Vesh Omri, and some say, Afaez Daka, you have the goat when it comes to the small animals. Vesh Omri, Afzelaf, the caperberry bush, Ba'ilanot, from the trees. And Rashi doesn't know what's the azut of the caperberry bush, Tosfot says, because it makes three different types of uh, fruits. And it gives a fruit every single day. Other trees are not like that. And uh, he explains because they make wine from its fruit. And it's very. And this wine is very strong. Okay. Now, we learned in the Mishnah, Shehata Basadef, we shechted an animal in the field. Do not bring it back with the pole because it looks disrespectful to Yom Tov. It looks like it's a whole day. And we want you to make it look a little bit more honorable. And therefore, A blind person can't walk out with this stick because he's walking the same way he walks on a hall. It disrespects uh, Yom Tov. And the Rashba jumps out and explains that the reason is because a blind person can technically walk without the stick, therefore he's not allowed. But if a person, let's say, didn't have a foot and he had a prosthetic foot, then it would be allowed. 
And on the same uh, idea, a shepherd cannot walk out with his bag for the same idea. And elder people or hashu people who they usually carry them on a chair from place to place, they cannot carry them. doesn't make a difference, man or woman. And the Gemara says, Is that true? You can't take out the elderly in their chair. There's an elderly man in our neighborhood. He would walk out with that chair, meaning people would carry him. If that elderly gentleman, if the Rabim need him, he's the Baal Koran Shul, he's the Rala who gives the Rasha, etc., then it would be allowed, then Mutar. And Hachamim relied on the words of Ahishikya de Amar. He said, Ana Rav Huna. I took out Rav Huna on that chair. Mehini Leshili or Meshile Lihini. I took him from place to place. And also the Amar of Nahman Baritzhak, Anafikta the Moshmuel, I took out Moshmuel Meshimsha Letula from the sun area to the shade area, Mitula Leshimsha and shade the sun. And so then what's the problem with taking out the elderly rabbi or, or elderly person with that uh, chair? So the explains, like we explained, if people need them, then it would be mutar. And now my Lord of Nahman told Hamabarada, who was, he was a shaliyah, he was a messenger to Yerushalayim. He would go there a lot. When you go to Yerushalayim, take the long way, go towards this place called uh, the Mountain of Tzor. Go to Rabbi Yaakov Ask him about the elderly person. What's the halacha over there? Mutar, so the Zala Atam, but Atam, he got there. Nachnav Shedr Biyakov Baridi, Biyakov Baridi passed away. Kisalik, when he went, when he finally got there, Ashkehad Rabbi Zereka. He found Rabbi Zereka. Amarle, so Hamabaradat asked Rabbi Zereka, Kisema Atunbe. What do you guys hold about the elderly person in the chair? So Amarle, Rabbi Zereka told him, Hachi Amar Rabbi Amid. Rabbi Amid told us it's mutar as long as you don't yichatef. The Gemara asks, "Umay bilvat shelachatef." What does that mean? So Amar of Yosef beredrava bealunki. We're talking about uh, where uh, the people carrying him put uh, their hands one on top of the other, and they carry that chair on the shoulder. That's not allowed. You're only allowed to carry with your hands. The Gemara says, "Ini is that true? You're only allowed to carry the hand." Vehar of Nachman sharad leyaltal mechpak alunki. Rav Nachman allowed Yalta his wife to be carried on people's shoulders. There was a difference with Rav Nachman's wife. She was too scared to be carried with their hands, therefore they put her on the shoulder. And Tosfot explains that, I guess, Yalta, Rav Nachman's wife, was important, or at least it was important for Rav Nachman to go out with his wife, and therefore uh, she was allowed to be carried, otherwise they're not allowed. And Amemor Morzutra the students used to carry Amemor and Morzutra on their shoulders. Again, Mishum Biaduta, they were too scared to go on the hands, to be carried with the hands. And some said because Mishum Duhakaditsibura, because it was Torah Tsibur, people would have to stand too long until they got them there, therefore just put them on the shoulders and made life easier. I will stop right here. Baruch Hashem Leolam, Amen, Ve Amen.